Welcome back. It's episode six of the Top Button Podcast. I'm your host, Charlie Five. It's still festive in my house. It's because Christmas seems like it keeps on coming. We get another big commit uh, over the past uh, few days. We're going to talk about the 2025 class outlook, uh, and then we're going to talk some bowl chatter. Hey, we got a tackle football game this week, so this weekend. So let's lock in, get buttoned, and let's get ready to have some fun. But before we do that, tonight's episode is brought to you by Active Wealth Management. Look, guys, you're not going to get rich off crypto. Okay, your Acorn account is not going to get you where you need to be. Your savings account at the Wells Fargo is not going to get you ready for retirement. But our boy Ford Stokes at Active Wealth Management can help get you where you want to be uh, in, in regards to money. So uh, check him out. You visit his website, activewealthmanagement.com, or you can visit his site, annuity360.net, and get his free book that he'll even autograph and send to you. But you reach out to him. Tell him more Eagle, big Auburn guy. He's here to help, and he's here to help get you uh, on that on that pathway to glory. Uh, he's and that's and that's what he's here for. So check out for, uh, give uh, give Ford a shout. Uh, tell him I sent it, I sent you, and uh, be sure to tell him more Eagle. So guys, like I said, I kept the Christmas tree up for this episode because we just go and land another freaking stud, uh, Antonio Coleman. From Sarah Land, a top, uh, top, top uh, defensive line recruit for the 2025 class, and it's just like, man, these guys just keep on going. These guys just keep on going. This wasn't a fluke. This past class wasn't a fluke. They back it up and turn around and land one of the biggest recruits in the state um, for 2025, Antonio Coleman, and another child from Mobile. Guys, when you follow recruiting like I have. You understand the importance uh, of of victories like this. Now, look, I understand he's still got a sign. There's a long time, a lot of things that can happen between now and then. But if you look, if anything's based off this past class, the retention uh, of commits was essentially a hundred percent. Okay, you lost Juice Solomon, um, who you you, you probably could have got back um, if you were, you know. If you really wanted it, but uh, other than that, nobody you lost, you were uh, surprised by, or, or you really cared if you if you lost or not. So um, you can say there's a long time between now and then, but hey, we kept essentially a hundred percent of our commits from this past class. You get this guy in early. Um, little wins like this, men and, and, and ladies, are, are huge. And let me tell you why. Since 2007. Nick Saban's arrival in Alabama, there has not been one recruit from Mobile, not one since Perry Thompson, that Nick Saban and Alabama wanted from the Mobile area that Auburn got, period. There's not been one. We've gotten kids from Mobile, okay? That's, I'm not saying we've never gotten a recruit out of Mobile. I'm saying that there's never been one child from Mobile that Nick Saban locked in on from the ninth grade like he did with Perry Thompson. That's that's mega involved. That's going on in-home visits up until the week before signing day. The weekend before signing day. It, it just has not happened since 2007. And not only do you pull off Perry Thompson, then you go in and you take what I would say would be probably one of his 
top two or three most important players in the state uh, in 2025, you go and you flip him right after signing day. It's huge, man. And, and ladies, it's huge. It's absolutely huge, gang. I mean, look, we've gotten guys like Auburn has been successful when it's been able to go into Mobile and get and get kids. Like you can look, go back and look at some of the the top names that that that, that legends of Auburn. You know, your Demarco McNeils, your Willie Andersons, your Damian Craig's. All these guys are from the Mobile area. Um, and then even guys that we've had incredibly good evals on, like Roger McCreary, under the radar. Sanderic Marks, under the radar. Uh, Deshaun Davis, uh, most recent, probably the most recent kid we've gotten out of Mobile that's been, you know, a big player. I mean, we've gotten kids from Mobile, but there's we've yet to really been able to go up head-to-head against Nick Saban, against that, you know, the – Mobile is just a big Alabama town. A lot of Alabama boosters, a lot of Alabama fans. It's a big Alabama town, a lot of influence. Since 2007, you have not gotten a a top player that Nick Saban wanted. Uh, period. It's just not. It just hasn't happened. You can say, "Oh, C5, Charlie Five. What about um, Trey Williams? What about Trey Williams? Five star. Uh, I think 2014 class." It's a good. That's a good. That's a good. A great player. Did great at Auburn. You know who Alabama's linebackers were that they got committed. They flipped one from Auburn. Sean Dion Hamilton, five star, and then closed with Rashawn Evans, five star. Didn't really push that hard for Trey. I don't really know. I don't really don't know why Trey had a great career. He wasn't, you know, a top NFL caliber linebacker like these other two guys were. But uh, he was a great player. Ended up being a five star. Was great at Auburn. But that was not a guy that Nick just pushed hard for uh, to to get. Um, Reese his Mukes. What about Reese his Mukes? Uh, number one center in the state, I believe. Uh, one of the top offensive linemen. Alabama. Uh, Nick had picked out. I think his name was Ryan Kelly. That was his. That was his center that that he wanted. And and I think he ended up going to the NFL. Like great great player. Played for uh, several years uh, at Alabama. Um, we just have not been able to go in and stick it to them head to head until Perry Thompson. Perry Thompson, you know, you know, you've heard the term possibly has has broken the seal. Perry Thompson uh, uh, withstood the pressure. Perry Thompson withstood the. Um, I'm sure there's no telling what all went down the weekend before signing day. Heck, maybe even the night of signing day to hang in there. Uh, and, and sign with Auburn. It just hasn't happened, and you just saw it with Perry Thompson. You're seeing it with Antonio Coleman, and then Verge possibly a flipping KJ Lacey, another kid from Mobile. I'm not sure that he's one that's that you could consider Alabama as somebody that's he's heavily pushing for. But if you get those two guys, then you turn around and you and it's possibly the all time kid that Alabama's pushing for, and that's Ryan Williams. If you can pull off this trifecta of Perry Thompson, Antonio Coleman, and Ryan Williams, I mean, is Auburn taking over Mobile? Is Auburn starting to slowly take over Mobile? I mean, Micah DeBose uh, uh, from Viger High School committed to Georgia. He's decommitted now. Many, many people think that, you know, you can see the projections, the predictions already going in think that Auburn leads. Auburn could possibly land a commitment from him soon. I mean, 
you got a guy, uh, one of the Auburn greats, Willie Anderson's from the same high school. <clears throat> you you don't think that's possible? He he could be possibly involved and fired up about this. Uh, he's a guy that's a, a great offensive line coach. I mean, when you go into Mobile and you, and you and you have success, you're going to have a lot there. There's even though it's a heavily populated Alabama town and surrounding areas, there's some big time Auburn players that just would love would love for Auburn to get back involved, get back down there and and make some noise. And I personally – this is the kind of things in, in recruiting that you that if you follow it, you notice and you understand how important it is. It's not just a five-star. It's not just that we got a five-star. It's where we got him and how we got him and how badly, how badly Nick Saban wanted Perry Thompson and how badly Nick Saban does not want to lose Antonio Coleman. And then, obviously, you got hopefully Ryan Williams – on the horizon. So this is a heavy hitting recruiting staff. I mean, you know, Antonio Coleman, if you take Mobile out of it, just another big time defensive lineman. I mean, after you've already had your big class uh, in 2025, 2024, and you've already started off your 2025 class with some absolute monsters. I'm talking monsters on the defensive line um, got all high four-star guys, all guys that can can play and probably play uh, early. You had Malik Autry, who was one of the first commits of the class. Uh, obviously, you got um, Antonio Coleman. Uh, you have Jordan, I believe it's Jordan Crawford from uh, Parker High School. Um, <laughs> Another, uh, yeah, Jordan Crawford, another big-time defensive tackle from the state of Alabama. So that's three big defensive linemen, all some of the top recruits in the state of Alabama. And then you throw in Kalen Edwards, who's an absolute he's, – he's a literal mountain. He is a literal mountain, 6'4", 325 from Tennessee. I mean, you've got a little bit of everything on the defensive line already. I mean, you may not have, you may not have much left. <laughs> I mean, you literally may not have much left to get. Maybe go get some uh, – you know, you already have Ja'Caleb Falk. Maybe you go get another big-time pass rusher or, a, you know, a, a, an end that can be a little bit more versatile, that can do more things. A lot of these guys are some interior, you know, nose tackle, space eater type guys, and you have some dudes that can be disruptive, uh, Antonio Coleman being one of them. But uh, it's just, man – Holy, you're, you're you're already getting the ball rolling on uh, on 2025, and a big key I think moving forward, I think it's something to be excited is to watch out for the Auburn Tigers in Mobile. We're coming for you, so get ready for it. We're coming for you. They're not they're not backing down at any recruiting battle. Do not care. Uh, don't don't care who it is. They're come they're coming after, and, and they've. They've made a priority on the, especially these Alabama, big time Alabama schools. Your your any school in Mobile, your Phoenix Cities, your Birmingham schools. You're getting kids out of Thompson. You may land another kid from Thompson. Um, they're coming, the and uh, you just got to be ready for it. You just got to be ready for it. So, don't take the Perry Thompson thing uh, lightly. It's it's way more than just a five star. Don't take the Antonio Coleman thing lightly. It's way more than just a defensive lineman for Mobile. 
Uh, and then if you get KJ Lacey, if you luck, if you get luck out and get Ryan Williams, look out. We may be planting a flag in Mobile, and it's going to be tough to to make it. It's going to be tough to run us out. Um, so if that's not getting you excited enough, let's just, let's just continue this 2025 talk, okay? There is a legitimate chance, and I, I don't know that I don't really know that I can think of a, another time where I could possibly say this. I don't. I, when you look at just strictly the top. 10 players, just the top 10 ranked players uh, in 2025 in the state of Alabama, there is a legitimate chance that Auburn lands eight of the top 10. Think about that. The state of Alabama that's been absolutely controlled uh, since 2007, we get who essentially they don't want. You have a legitimate chance to land eight of the top ten. I would say, I, I mean, I would almost be willing to say that you possibly lead for eight of the top ten players uh, in the state of Alabama. And then to go even a little bit further, you know, you have a chance to possibly land, you know, 12 out of the top 15, uh, possibly lead for 12 out of the top 15. That just doesn't happen. That just doesn't happen. Alabama's got a really deep uh, – the state of Alabama's got a really deep class this year. Typically, you saw this um, two years ago when Alabama, the state of Alabama had one of the deepest defensive line classes maybe ever, maybe ever, and we didn't get hardly – we didn't get a single one of them. You know, <laughs> it's just been that way since 2007. We've picked off a handful here or there, but never had this much traction um, – this early uh, uh, in a class that is, I, I'm just gonna. This class is loaded. This the state of Alabama, I think, is is loaded with big, big time prospects. Really, honestly, one through maybe eighteen, maybe one through eighteen, one through you know possibly one through twenty uh, in the state of Alabama could all play high level Division One. Division One SEC uh, football, uh, and then again, there's some there's some kids that uh, rankings are still really early, so like they haven't even gotten through their big summer camps, their spring evaluations, things like that. So, a lot of the rankings aren't even necessarily in or updated. Like I think one kid that's really underrated that I feel like Auburn leads for is uh, Dalen Upshaw. Like we're gonna go ahead and. Um, we're going to go ahead and completely destroy this. Uh, I hope we just go ahead and completely destroy this Phoenix City curse uh, within two recruiting cycles. Um, Dalen Upshaw, explosive receiver from Central. He's the 23rd ranked player. Like he's going to shoot, shoot up the shoot up the board uh, in the ranking. Spencer Dallin, one of the early commits, offensive tackle, mountainous giant offensive tackle, 6'6", 290 from Athens. He's another one. You know, when he gets more eyes on him, that's probably going to shoot up the rankings. Like you got a super deep, deep class right here, and that is where you got to get you when you when you bring a new staff in, you got to try your best to build a wall around your state or go to your hotbeds and, and get yourself back in front of all these coaches that have been spurned is not the right word, but I guess ignored a little bit, not shown quite the love. That they that they need 
they've needed over the last, you know, several years, several staffs. So I I possibly could be more excited about this 2025 class uh, than even the 2024 class. And I, I didn't even know that that could be possible. But when you look at where Auburn stands early with some of the top players in state. And we're obviously there's going to be players where you're going to get from Georgia. There's going to be players you get from Florida. There's going to be players you get from everywhere. But to see the the early success and the standing you you have with some of your kids in your hometowns, that's got to get you excited. That's got to get you um, uh, fired up for for recruiting in general because you know that you're going to be in battles i said this on zach's show like i'd go take the best player from from phoenix city to go take the best player from from sarah lamp thompson all these traditional awesome high schools in the state of alabama just take their best player every year regardless of position and you're going to be fine and uh we've seemed to put the emphasis on those type schools and, and those players um you kind of broke a thompson curse uh, with signing Caleb Harris last year, do you do you possibly ch- uh, stand a chance to to land another one this year with Anquan Fagans? Um, just so much. I mean, you could do a show, a whole show, uh, breaking down every single one of these uh, pipelines, and, and more than likely we're going to do that some. More than likely we're going to do that some. But before we do that, let's get let's get let's get locked in and think and, and talk about. What could happen in the 2025 class over the next 30 to 45 days? Okay. Over the next 30 to 45 days, there's going to be a push to go ahead and get this class even more kickstarted. Uh, I think once the uh once the dead period is lifted um, and you can start talking to kids, and then once spring rolls around and they start having junior days and people coming into uh, people coming in, that's a little bit beyond 45 days. But uh, when you start having juniors and stuff like that coming in uh, uh, and visiting practice, you're going to see a ton of, I believe, a flurry possibly of commits over the next, you know, several, several weeks. Okay, you got guys, you got so many highly rated guys right on the edge. Obviously, I've already mentioned KJ Lacey. You got Micah DeBose, uh, the number two player in the state that's 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 you know just decommitted uh, at a position of need, offensive tackle. We've like when's the last big time four star offensive tackle that could possibly end up being a five star? When's the last time we got one of those? And and, and not only that, but from Mobile, like I've been saying, uh, Anquan Fagans could possibly be another five-star safety. Uh, he's a high four-star right now. K.J. Lacey, quarterback, Sarah Land. Um, I, I've pretty, I, I feel very confident in saying that he's your, he's your 2025 number one target at quarterback. And I know that he loves, uh, he loves Auburn. He was here the, the, the Sunday before signing day with Ryan Williams and all those receivers uh, for the basketball game. I'm just – I just don't feel like Texas is going to be where he ends up. I think it's going to be Auburn, uh, and I think we're probably going to try to push and get that done here quickly uh, so that you can – go. you know, I, again, I said this on Locked on Auburn, it's probably not going to be the deciding factor for Ryan Williams, but if it's – if you're checking off a ton of boxes and you can add this one on top of it, that could possibly – it can't hurt. You know, it can't hurt. So if, if, if all things are equal – 
10 boxes are checked and all things are equal, if this 11th one is the one that puts it over the edge, go ahead, get this guy locked in. I think he's electric. I think he's got a chance to be a good player. Um, he's going to have a few years to develop. He's not going to be needed to be the guy right away. Um, that and, and then getting a quarterback like that that's that's got a little bit of name recognition that that I think kids will want to play with. Um, just sort of, you know, get the ball rolling for things like that. One guy I really like, and I and I just wish he'd just go ahead and pull the trigger. <laughs> I really do, I really do. I know he loves Auburn. He says all the right things, and then it's like he just doesn't quite want to go ahead and end it. But Alvin Henderson, um, small school guy, but golly, this guy, this running back uh from Elba is so electric. He's so Electric. We did not take a running back in 2024 because a Jarquez was coming back. And we didn't necessarily need one, but we knew this guy was out there in 2025, and he's that good. I think he's that good. I think he could be um, he could be a early uh, play a little bit your freshman year and take over your sophomore year type guy. Could do a little bit of everything uh, from from running to receiving. I mean. Kid is is the entire package, and and, th and those are just some names to look out for. And then Eric Winters, uh, Eric Winters could be the first one of this list, I think, to possibly go. Another, he's listed as a safety on on three. I think we're recruiting him as a linebacker. He came and played at Auburn. Uh, he's from Enterprise, but he played at Auburn High School uh, this past year. Uh, they they upset Auburn High School. He had a big game. He plays quarterback. <laughs> Uh, he plays quarterback some, like a kind of like a wildcat type quarterback, uh, and then he plays uh, on defense as well at at a seven A school, which is pretty unheard of to to play both ways at a seven A school. But I mean, all every guy I just listed, like some of the they would be some of the higher ranked players in this year's class. Like they're they're all high high four star guys. Um, and and you feel you feel really good, like you're in a good spot for all of them. So it's just, uh, I mean, this class this class is going to get. It's already started fast. Uh, it's already started fast, and it's only going to, uh, I feel like, speed up. Like I feel like it's only going to uh, tick up for Auburn, and things are looking good if you can just kind of keep the momentum going. Um, you know, I think you could have, you could see possibly an even more special class. Uh, this year, which is it was kind of like it's kind of hard to even fathom. Uh, eight commits this year, or eight commits so far, um, uh, is I feel like way ahead of where we've been at this point in time uh, in years past. And it's again, all eight are very, very highly rated kids. So recruiting is going to be fun. We're going to keep you updated uh, on all the uh, all the developments. Heck, by the time we record on Tuesday. Uh, for another for another episode, we could have another commit by then. Who knows? We'll have to see. Um, the the big thing uh, moving forward, I think, uh, the next time we talk about recruiting is going to be we're going to be kind of previewing uh, the way the the dead period ends. Uh, it out lifts and 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 portal kids can start taking visits again on January third. So we're going to kind of hopefully there's going to be some stuff kind of break talk and. and chatter and, and whispers about what's going to go on the portal because I think that's that's a big step but but boy oh boy 2025 this class uh could be special it could be very very special so um 
Hughes said it. He's a relationship guy, and he's going to have two years of hooks in these kids, two years of of, of relationship building with these kids. Um, look out, look out. Could be could be something special. All right, so look, we we got a bowl game this weekend. We play tackle football. I think it's something to be excited about. It's it's a chance to have your first winning season uh, in two seasons. You had two losing seasons in a row. Uh, another chance to have a uh, a big season. Uh, I mean, a winning season. And it's something that Hugh has said that he is going to look forward. He's something every time he comes uh, to a new school. Every time he comes to a new school, they they've been able to make a bowl game their first season, which I think is something that uh, you know. Check. We check that box, and um, we check that box, and now we're going to go, hopefully, win it. Get to seven and six. And the good thing about the thing about this game too, you got guys sitting out. Okay, you got some of your your, your guys that are going to the NFL that are that are opting out. You got young guys that are going to get a chance to play. Let's let's watch this game with no agenda. Let's just pull for Auburn. You know, you, you shouldn't necessarily have a quarterback controversy. You know, you got Robbie. Robbie's gone. You know, uh, so Thorne's, cl- you know, clearly the guy. Let's watch this game. None of this so and so sucks. Let's bench him. Let's play the, the guy. The player on the bench is always better. Let's just be. Let's just pull for Auburn. Let's just pull for Auburn this weekend. Let's just pull for Auburn to 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 pull out this win against Maryland. Uh, and, and regardless of who's sitting out for Maryland. We've got guys sitting out too. Let's just let's just have no agenda and just bug. Let's just bug Saturday, have fun, and 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 hopefully uh, bring home the whatever this trophy is. I don't even know what this trophy is anymore. Uh, the music, it, it's just the Music City Bowl, but it's got new sponsors uh, seemingly every year. But this is something I'm looking forward to is is being able to sit back and watch a game, no agenda. No, any, no, anything other than just Auburn, hopefully pulling out the dub, uh, and, and then you know, whatever, and then and not, then just getting ready uh, for recruiting in, in the next in the year after that in spring and whatnot. So um, things to kind of watch out for before we go to things to watch out for in the game. Let's talk a little bit of practice chatter. So I was wrong on something that I'm actually incredibly happy that I was wrong about. And, and I don't know exactly know when this rule changed, but um, it's something that I think is even more beneficial and even cooler uh, that these kids get to do. But your early enrollees that, that went through practices, your, your DeMarcus Riddicks, your, your, um, your Barbers, your, your, um, your uh, Joseph Phillips, your Malik Blocktons, all these guys, your uh, Bryce Canes, uh, all these guys that went through practice on campus, there used to be where you couldn't travel. With, that they could they could enroll and they could practice on campus, but they could not travel, could not be involved. Otherwise, it would kind of count as a as a year of eligibility. So they would if they played, they could play in theory, but that would count as a year of eligibility. So you either have to burn a red shirt or you know count it as their freshman year. So typically that doesn't happen. But these guys have traveled. There's footage. Of them, of them practicing, um, and uh, I think that's huge. That's that's even bigger. That's more practices. That's more practices. That's under. That's that's getting a a uh, a um, 
a road trip under your belt before you go. In, or, uh, I, it's not really a road trip because it's not going to be a super hostile environment, but getting that that road trip atmosphere, that road trip feel. It, it's not at home. It's I got to pack my bag. I got to wake up in a hotel. I got to get used to this whole grind. Like these guys are going to be so far ahead of the game, and a couple of them um, are big time, big time turning heads. Uh, already, uh, Demarcus Riddick, uh, from the people that I've talked to, he could possibly be, he's definitely the fastest linebacker in the room already. There's some that he could be as fast as a lot of your DBs. I mean, he could be the fastest safety on the field, uh, for Auburn. If, if, if they were to put him at safety, he's just a, but he's, but he's a linebacker. He's a, there's some footage of him, you know, N- nothing more than just hitting a uh, hitting a sled, but it's just quick explosion. Um, he's long. He's got room to add, uh, you know, good good weight. You're talking. This guy could be a six three, two hundred thirty five heat seeking missile that you could line up uh, at any linebacker position. He could come off the edge. Uh, all there's just been people raving over this kid uh, already. Uh, in practice, and I, I selfishly wish he could play Saturday. <laughs> I wish he could, but I don't want him. To. I, I, I wish he could, but I don't want him to because I don't want to get in this that whole you know having to burn a red shirt, you know, whatever type scenario. But um, he's having such a good early showing that it kind of changes your idea of what you may or may not need from the portal. So that's something. Uh, to watch out for. That's something to be excited about. Um, dude is uh, absolutely turning heads, uh, Demarcus Riddick. Um, another name who I've been high on for a long, long time, okay? I've been high on since he came in uh, and since he, um, you know, since we uh, since we talked with uh, since we talked about him coming into camp and showing out Bryce Kane, um, he has uh, already come in. He's practicing and he's turning heads and he's quote unguardable is what I was told. Um, when he came to a, he came to a camp early in the summer last year uh, and supposedly outperformed uh, every, like outperformed even Cam Coleman who was at the same camp. Like best player on the field, him and Walker White threw. Um, they threw together. They 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 snuck into Auburn High School, uh, according to uh, Jeffrey Lee, and uh, from from on three snuck into the Auburn High School uh, field and, and and threw more together. Like these dude, this dude is is ready to play. Um, he's somebody that's going to be really hard to keep off the field. And the thing is. In the in the portal, one of the things, the big things you're you're looking for is I gotta have you, you're thinking you gotta have a big time slot guy and you gotta have a big time outside guy. Well, if if Bryce is already at the point where he's um, you know turning again, these guys are performing so well early that they may be changing portal needs. Okay, changing portal needs. So uh, early on, you're already getting um, you're already getting some big time you know, production, big-time looks from from guys, uh, your freshman class that's so heralded, you're already getting guys sort of turning heads. So something big to watch. Um, and then as far as the game goes, uh, we've talked about uh, 
to what, what to look at in the game. We've talked about Keontae Scott moving to outside corner. I personally love him closest closer to the ball. I do. I'm, I'm just being honest. I like him at nickel. I think he's a freak there. I think he affects the passer. He can rush the passer. Uh, he he hadn't didn't have a ton of sacks or, or or stuff like that, but he affected the play when when he came off the edge. Um, he makes plays in the backfield. Uh, but but there's something to be said to to being able to lock down a side of the field, being able to lock down a top receiver, and if if Keontae can be that guy that is that t- eliminates the 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 opposing team's best receiver then I'm all for that. He may not have 60 tackles. You know, he may not have a ton of of big time stats, but if it's just I'm just blanketing the best player on the field every game, um that that can be an absolute huge asset as well. So that's something I'm 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 looking forward to watch. There's going to be a ton, there's going to be some young defensive linemen they're going to have to play. Uh um, I think he goes by DJ. It was Deron Reed when he signed, but I think it's DJ Reed is what he goes by now. He's going to have to play this weekend. So we'll get a little sneak peek of, of DJ Reed. Uh, what do we put out there at wide receiver? Like, what does your wide receiver room look like? Uh, that could be something. Um, that could be something to, you know, to watch. So uh, a lot of things. Um, it's not just another Auburn game. There's a lot of things going on, a lot of storylines to watch. Uh, I personally can't wait to watch it. I can't wait to just sit on the couch or or wherever I watch it and, and have no necessarily uh, no agenda, no desire other than hoping that we pull out the win and have our first winning season uh, in three years. Uh, I guess uh, two years. I mean, you had two losing seasons in a row. I'd love to have uh, finish this one off with a bang, have a winning season against a good coach, against a good team, uh, and then just t- snowball that momentum and, and keep it rolling, keep it rolling. So um, it looks like – I'm trying to catch up. It looks like there was some breaking news uh, as I was um, as I was recording. Um, if you remember when Auburn hot, played Cal – uh, this year, they had a quarter. They had a quarterback named Sam Jackson the fifth. Um, he didn't. I don't think he played the whole game. I think he played um, a little bit, uh, and he was, you know, sort of like their their Nick Marshall esque type player that could could run and and could can make plays with his legs. It looks like Auburn has signed Sam Jackson the fifth. Um, not it's going to be interesting to see. Is 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 I think he actually played or he has some familiarity with Peyton Thorne. I think they possibly played high school together or played at some point at some level uh, together. Yeah, he was he was a wide receiver for Peyton Thorne at his high school. Um, one of the one of his best friends. Um, so is he going to come in and be a, a wide receiver? Is he going to come in and be a uh, an uh, you know explosive sort of backup changeup type qu- uh, quarterback. Uh, that's a good little ad right there. Could be a sneaky, sneaky good addition. So a little bit of a breaking news uh, there uh, at the end. Um, 
that's interesting. I, I'm going to be, I'm going to be, I'm going to be very curious to see how that that plays out because that kid could fly, uh, that kid could play, and um, you know, you throw him in the lineup. You know, let's see what happens. We like to have those change of pace type guys. Um, so that could be one that could be one to watch. So guys, uh, enjoy the weekend, enjoy the game, uh, and just soak it in. Just soak it in. Enjoy the recruiting over the next next few weeks. We're going to get back together on Tuesday, recap the game, uh, recap New Year's, uh, and 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 get twenty twenty five started off on the right foot. And uh, I'm sorry, 2024 started off on the right foot and, and just get after it. Just get after it. Hopefully we'll have a whole year of top button podcasts uh, to just stack on, have a lot of fun in the process. So uh, appreciate it, guys. Have a great rest of the weekend. Happy New Year. Stay buttoned.